Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey guys, uh, it's Walter here, and welcome to this week's show. This week I'm talking about RSPs and real estate. I just want to preface it by saying I'm not a financial planner, so just make sure you make note of that. And more than anything else, it's a little bit about uh, me rambling about RSPs. I wrote a book on it a few years ago called The RSP Mortgage Investor, and you can find that book at rspmortgageinvestor.com. But at any rate, just wanted to talk to you a little bit about that because this is the time of year a lot of people start talking about RSPs, and given that the deadline is coming up on March the 2nd. So I hope you enjoy this week's show. Okay, so let's talk about uh, real estate and RSPs. The first thing I want you to be clear on is what an RSP actually is. An RSP is simply a tax shelter. An RSP is not a mutual fund, just so we're clear. An RSP can be any kind of investments, allowable investments, within the RSP portfolio. Okay, so you can you can have cash in an RSP. You can have mutual funds in an RSP, stocks, you can hold mortgages in an RSP, all of that kind of stuff, okay? So an RSP in itself, a standalone, is not an investment, but is is a tax shelter for the investment. Just so we're clear on that. I think most of you are probably aware of that, but once in a while, I'll run into people and say, hey, I invested in RSPs, and I'll say, you know, well, what did you invest in? They say, well, I invested in RSPs. And, you know, I know what they're thinking. What they're thinking is they've invested in mutual funds and they've mistaken or kind of combined the two and uh, think that RSPs and mutual funds are one and the same thing. And they're not. Okay. So anyway, what I want to make clear more than anything else is I'm not a financial planner. So, you know, in terms of RSP investments, I'm not holding myself out as a certified financial planner. So by all means, you know, uh, keep your your litigious selves and your complaint letters to yourself. I'm going to tell you what I do and what I know about real estate and RSPs and how they're related to each other. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about in terms of RSPs in real estate is that RSPs are capable or you're able to use your RSP as a down payment on your first home. So it's a first time home buyers program. It's called the Home Buyers Plan through Canada Revenue Agency. And this is where the government allows you to withdraw your RSPs without any holdback or tax penalty or anything like that to use for the down payment of your house. All right, there's a cap on that program. They cap it out at $25,000. And um, if you're buying it uh, husband and wife or with a partner, then that's $25,000 each. So that's up to $50,000. And you can use your RSPs as a down payment. All right. So there's no penalty on that. You can do that. And uh, however, the RSP has to be put back. Okay. So the, the amount of money that you took out of your RSP, you have to put back within a given period of time. And basically what they do is they allow you a two-year grace period to sort of start replacing that. Okay, replacing that money. And then after the two years, you have 15 years to replace the money in total. Okay, so if you took out 25 grand, and you can probably hear my calculator clicking in the background, that means that you have to put $1,666.66 back in your RSP every year after that. Okay, so one fifteenth is due every year. Now, if in any given year you don't do that, then you're simply going to put pay taxes on that amount. So that amount is simply added to your income for that year and you're going to pay income tax on it. All right. So that's that's the way that program works. Great program. I tell people to take advantage of it all the time. There's there's several different ways of manipulating that program and you know certainly staying within the boundaries of the law. Uh, you can actually borrow the RSP 
okay borrow the money so take an RSP loan and then use the RSP as a down payment some lenders are kind of funny about that sometimes they do it on what's called a demand loan and uh, they may just demand the loan if that's something you're gonna do so you got to be careful as to where you do that or how you do that if you want to know and want to know a little bit more about that give us a call but at any rate it is what it is so you can use that or the other thing that people do is uh, they they do it close to tax time like we are in now okay february being what we call rsp season or what the financial planners like to call rsp season they make a contribution to the rsp and because they're making a big contribution then they get a big tax return so they use a portion of the tax return as uh, additional down payment or they use it to to exhaust the loan on their RSP if they took out a loan for it okay so a whole bunch of different ways that you can sort of mess around with that uh, if you want to know a little bit more about it by all means give us a call we'd be happy to uh, to help you go through that okay the other thing the other relationship that RSPs have with uh, real estate is you can borrow against your own house and use it as a mortgage okay um, so why would you do that you could be in a sense, you could be your own bank. So if you've got, you know, a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in in uh, RSPs and you got a hundred and fifty thousand dollar mortgage, and um, you want to cut out the bank, you can borrow that money from yourself, and then the interest that you pay yourself is um, it goes towards your RSP. And uh, it accumulates, the investment accumulates within your RSP. Some people like to do that. I'm not a big fan of that particular that particular process you know if that's simply a swap out that you want to do um, the reason I'm not is because you know quite honestly you know the way that money is so cheap right now you're better off borrowing it from the bank I mean you know right now I think our best uh, five-year rate is 2.69 percent so I mean really in the grand scheme of things are you gonna lend yourself money at 2.69 percent you know it's pretty crappy it's a crappy return but I mean, hey, you, you know, whatever you want to do. I've seen people do it, but they, I'm not a big fan of it. What I would recommend people do is if, if that's something you want to do is borrow the money against your house and use that money to invest in something else. Okay, so invest in, you know, in a stock or a mutual fund or a piece of real estate for that matter. Okay, and, um, and then now what's, what's interesting about that is, first of all, you've got that money working you know you pay yourself a half decent return you certainly don't want to drown yourself in interest because you know obviously you got to service this debt uh, but at the same time it is tax deductible so you know because you're borrowing the money to invest in something the interest that you pay yourself in your RSP becomes tax deductible so it's kind of a, a neat way to do it you know um, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's certainly an approach that uh, a lot of people use. I think it's a great way to go. The, the other uh, investment that you might want to look at is investing in private mortgages. Okay. Uh, private mortgages are a, a viable investment. There's a, obviously a private, private lending community out there. And basically what that is, is, is where, you know, a lending institution perhaps doesn't lend want to lend to a particular individual for whatever reason you know it could be a credit issue it could be a job issue you know anything like that now I just want to be clear I want you to be clear on what I'm talking about here when you lend somebody money in your RSP you have to do it through a self-directed RSP so in other words you're in control of the money all right and you have to do it at an what they call an arm's length transaction 
So in other words, you cannot be related to the borrower by blood, marriage, or adoption. Okay, so that is a that is an arm's length transaction. If they are related to you by any one of those, then that is a non arm's length transaction, and it is subject to a whole different set of rules than the arm's length transactions. Okay, uh, more than anything else, they they, they have to fit the fit the mold in terms of borrowing under the guidelines of CMHC. Not to mention, it also has to be CMHC insured. All right. But if you're lending to somebody that is not related to you by blood, marriage, or adoption, then you can use your RSP to do this. Now, this particular way of investing is is awesome. I mean, I've been doing it for years. The nice thing about it is you, you can get some pretty decent returns on your money. Uh, you're looking at anywhere from, you know, if you do it on a first mortgage basis, you know, anywhere from, say, 6% to 10%, okay, in terms of what you're going to get on a return. Okay, if you're going to go into the secondary market, which is really where I like to practice, you're looking at rates of return of anywhere from 12 to 16 percent. Now, I know that those rates sound a little wild. There's no question about it. They are. Okay. And the last thing I want you to do is to go out and lend money to people that are not credit worthy. Okay. Uh, they're not credit worthy in the eyes of the bank, but they could be credit worthy uh, after a good analysis of their portfolio maybe they had a little blip in their in their credit uh, that was a mistake or maybe they got laid off or maybe they got sick and it, it caused some problems with their credit rating and then they don't qualify for a mortgage they're going to be looking for private money first of all you need a mortgage broker in place to be able to do this so you have to hook up with a mortgage broker like myself or like my wife Karen and uh, we can take care of this transaction for you but you can get great returns on the secondary mortgage market using your RSP money to lend to people. So it's a great program. In fact, I wrote a book on it a few years ago called The RSP Mortgage Investor, and I've got an online course, rspmortgageinvestor.com. You can check it out if it's something you want to buy, by all means. If you're one of my customers and you want to, you want to invest in mortgages, by all means, give me a call. Say, Walter, I've got fifty or hundred or $200,000 to lend, and I'd like to use my RSP money to, to do it. We, you can do that. It's a great way to grow your money just i'm just sort of in the middle of a book right now uh called money mastering the game or mastering the game with money by tony robbins and um anyway one of one of the interesting things about it is uh what he has to say about rs um, or not so much rsps but uh mutual funds um never been a big fan of mutual funds myself but I got, I got to tell you, after uh, reading this book, I'm even less of a fan. Those things are so peppered in fees that, um, you know, really, it's, a, it's amazing that you make any money on the darn things. But again, as I said, I'm not a financial planner, and I'm certainly not encouraging you to go out and cash in your mutual funds and start investing in mortgages, because sometimes some of those mutual funds have some pretty heavy redemption penalties. So be very careful if you're going to do that, okay? So word of warning, don't go out and cash in your mutual funds in your RSP to lend money without talking to a professional because you want to make sure that you're not getting stung here in terms of paying too many penalties okay so that's that's another another thing that you can do with uh, with private mortgages or with your RSP is in private mortgages the one other thing that I don't see that often but I think would be a great idea is if you're a home seller is to consider using your RSPs to help you help the buyer of your home finance their purchase okay now the reason I say this 
is because I know through experience, I've been in the real estate business now for 28 years. This is my 28th year in the business. And I know that properties that have sellers that are willing to hold financing on the property are more saleable than properties that don't. Now, we're in a very robust market here. So we've never really had a, a major problem in terms of sellers having a problem moving their properties. Okay. But once in a while you do. And um, uh, a seller that is open to holding financing on the property. So in other words, being the bank or being at least part of the bank in terms of helping these people buy a home, that makes the property more saleable. Now, the only problem with that is, is most people that sell a property, the money that they or the proceeds they get from that sale, they need to buy another property. Okay. So how are you going to do that? I'm going to ask you to consider doing this. If you've got 50 or 100 or 200 or 500,000 in an RSP, okay, and you're selling a property and you've got a borrower that wants to buy it, but they need secondary financing. All right. Why not consider holding the financing in your RSP? So in other words, getting the money from the sale of the property, you're going to get the money from the sale of the property when it sells. So you're going to use that to purchase your next property. But what you're going to do is you're going to use your RSP and lend that money to the borrower okay that way it's sort of a, a built-in vendor take back or private mortgage and it will it in many cases can help facilitate the sale of your property number one and number two it's going to give you a good return on your money inside your rsp all right so another great angle it's certainly a uh, a great way to go and if you're open to, to doing any of that, by all means, give me a call. I'll be, I'd be happy to uh, sort of help you through that process. Okay. Now, if you're going to do any of these things, you've got to be in a self-directed RSP. All right. So that means basically you're going you're gonna to have to hook up with a trustee that is self-directed, like uh, the one that I use is Olympia Trust. Uh, you can use uh, Canadian Western Trust. Um, I think Laurentian Bank or B2B also allows you to do the, uh, the same thing. So... You've got to be in a self-directed RSP, okay? Number two, you've got to be in a cash position. So that means that your RSP money, so the, the investment inside your RSP, it has to be in a cash-ready position because you can't lend somebody a mutual fund. You can't lend somebody a stock. It's got to be in cash, all right? So the cash element of your RSP is what you're going to lend to people, all right? So those are probably the two biggest things. All right. The deadline this year, if you want to top up your RSP and, and you know, consider doing this type of thing is uh, March the 2nd. So March the 2nd, 2015 is the deadline for RSP contributions. So make sure that if you're going to do any of this stuff, make sure that you do it in a cash ready position. And that's the way you're going to um, start this whole process. If um, if you're interested in knowing more about this before you know you even tackle it, by all means, I invite you to check out my book. It's at the RSPMortgageInvestor.com. And there's also uh, an actual visual training that you can go through as well. So I certainly invite you to do that as well. But if you're an investor and you want to do that, then um, and you just want to, and you're in my local market, I'd be more than happy to help you out. Give me a call, 519-624-9222. All right. One other thing I wanted to address before I exhaust this subject. If you're open to investing in mortgages using your RSP, but you don't want the headaches of the day-to-day -day collecting of checks and all that kind of stuff, I would invite you to give me a call. 
because there are a couple of different ways you can tackle this. There are certainly ways that uh, I'm uh, not permitted to discuss on this on this type of platform, but on a one-on-one -on -one basis, by all means, I invite you to do that. You can call me anytime at the office, 519-624-9222. Okay? I hope the show was clear to you, and I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And um, if you have any other questions about real estate or how they're related to RSPs, by all means, give me a call. Have a great day.